What's up, YouTubers? It's your boy, Ethan. Uh, M. Wong. Were you trying to come up with a YouTube name? <laughs> I, I tried. What's up, what's up, Styleheads? What's up, Assheads? Gentlemen! <laughs> Hello, stylish folk. I'm Alex Fetkovich. I don't even think he listens to this podcast. I don't think no, anyone... why would he? <laughs> why would he? Why would he, yeah. when he when he lives the life already, right? Exactly. Um... Anyway, what's up, guys? I'm Ethan. Welcome to Style Direction, a menswear podcast without the stuffiness. And I'm Spencer. That's Spencer. Yeah, there you go, because I didn't do it after the thing. Yep. <laughs> I'm also um, here. <laughs> yeah. And that's my deal. You know what deal. we haven't done? Let's, 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 re- let's revisit an old segment. It's called, What Are You Wearing Today? Oh, what am I wearing? A totally visual thing. I'm going to do what was I wearing, because right now yeah, I'm wearing... what were you wearing? What were I wearing? Because right now... I'll just quickly do what I'm wearing. I'm wearing the same pants from earlier today. Those are white baker trousers from J. Crew, loafers, and my old, uh, like, school newspaper hoodie. That's what I'm currently wearing. Earlier today, I was wearing an Aloha shirt with, like, a uh, like a P41, I believe, HBT chore coat. Yeah. Yep. That's, that's cool. We, that's we should really outfit. do a, a thing on, like, uh, sweatshirts and stuff. Yeah. I, I think I've... Because I've been kind of getting into that lately. If you're in the Street Express uh, community on Facebook, you'll know that I posted recently about all three of like my '60s, '70s hoodies mm-hmm. that uh, and I've been that, like stop. I'm like stopping collecting because and there's a huge more. like lightning book about sweatshirts and stuff. And there's yeah. some like really gorgeous examples in there. Yeah, yeah. Call back to the leather jacket one. Um, yeah. They released a book on leather jackets, and they've done something for military jackets. They've done like Nike sneakers. Mm-hmm. They've done one on, I think on Just Champion, and then yeah. uh, now there's one on there's one on sweaters. Yeah, so I was really cool to check the, out. I was gonna get the one on sweatshirts, but uh, mm. so, so normally at Inspiration, those books go for like twenty five bucks, but this time yeah. they were selling them for forty. So I was like, eh. We we also got to find out when the uh, the newest one is. I, I hate to message Maiko about it because I want to know when I'm gonna go back to Kinokuya and go get the damn book because I'm in it. Yep. I I'm a, I hope. Um, but R.I.P. Curry House is closed forever. Oh, that's right. So the, like the main reason I go to that place uh, is the main restaurant I go to in that plaza is gone, and they validated. So it's do like, you do you know do you know do why? Because I was reading an article about it, and it seemed like they all closed. And simultaneously none of the staff really knew about it yep this and, is and it seems like it was just something to do with their like holding company or something they come no i owns the no idea maybe they oh they they had like an indian curry place and just like when uh the uh, motor companies bought out the <laughs> bought out the uh the trolley cars <laughs> they yep. took them out of business <laughs> you know um but i have no, i have no idea it's really anyway, weird yeah. there was that one time where R.I.P. they all closed rip curry house uh, a yeah. southern california staple <laughs> yeah really good jap i mean like japanese style uh, western food which is mm-hmm. great uh i'm wearing a um well, I'm, I'm not wearing the jacket right now, but I'm wearing my cotton suit from Atelier Fugue by our friend Dave Fugel. And uh, as a shirt, I am wearing my... Le- I don't even know if it's LVC or not, because it looks like an old like 40s, 30s, 40s, 50s. Well, the, like, I think sawtooth. the logo, if it's the... If it's the, uh, like the, the, the I know that there's an actual word for it, but like the, the bullhorn or the, ca- the cow skull logo. Yeah. I think that's how you tell. Because otherwise it's just going to have like a regular... 
like Levi's I mean, logo. our friend, I wore it when we hung out with our friend Andrew, and he got also got like a sawtooth, but it was clearly like the modern Levi's one you mm-hmm. get like at like a Levi's store. And the one I'm wearing, I don't know how old it is. I mean, it's clearly pre-used because the denim has like been broken in. But it's a, it, it's a sawtooth Westerner shirt. Uh, it's got like the point co- uh, spear point collar ish kind of stuff. Currently writing about sawtooths and. Um, work shirts so mm-hmm. be on the lookout for that pod episode but i'm wearing that with like a 30s uh fuller tie uh which is cool um but yeah i'm wearing a i'm wearing a suit or i was wearing a suit congrats thank you uh so today we're gonna be talking about something that our good friend uh matthew uh who helps us uh write the outlines and notes for the pod he gave us this idea a while back and it kind of fit into our schedule so i thought we'd talk about it today and it's we penciled style- him in we penciled him in, yeah, uh, and it's style versus fashion. What are the differences, similarities? What are our takes on it? And then we're gonna and get into swag versus class. <laughs> yeah, and why <laughs> men have class <laughs> and, and boys have yeah. swag. You know, um, my friend Julie. This is totally off topic, but my friend Julie, uh, one of my, uh, who is in like those Asian American groups. Um, she, I think she was like going on Tumblr randomly. She's like, and she found like a plethora of all those Swagapino uh, oh, posts. Because for those of you who don't know, Filipino, Phil Ams, Filipino Americans had like a big, like they love the swag thing in like 2008 to like 2011. And I, like my friend Vincent was super into it. My, <laughs> my, my friend Shane, who was like my kuya basically, like wearing like, it's it's not streetwear. It's like wearing like a button-up shirt from H&M with like a bow tie with like a cardigan, but then you're wearing like a snapback from like oh Chicago God. Bulls or like the Lakers with like those cheap like knockoff Ray-Bans. You're like this is this is swag, guys. Like the the bright plastic ones. Exactly, yeah. exactly. And it was such a big thing. Um but you know, we'll get into that a little bit <laughs> later. <laughs> but you know, yeah, style style versus fashion, it comes up a lot. It comes up when, you know, it kind of came up with the um, li- dr- uh, dressing up in a dress down world kind of conversation we had a couple months ago. Mm-hmm. It happens like every time a heritage brand does something that's not standard because it's like, oh no, fashion's creeping into classic menswear. So I thought it'd be cool to talk about. You know, great uh, props to Matthew, uh, you know, who really does help us out a lot. Yeah. Um, but uh, but yeah, because it it applies to I think it applies to Spencer and I a lot because. Number one, we don't necessarily work directly in the, in the industry. I mean, I technically do, but I'm kind of a bit farther removed from it. So we kind of see from like a consumer standpoint a little bit more. Mm-hmm. And we have changed our style a lot in the past couple of years. We add in a lot of different influences that, you know, if you asked us five years ago, we'd probably be like, oh, yeah, Jimmy Stewart, Cary Grant, those like style icons. But nowadays we're like, oh, we don't really look at those guys anymore. We look to modern inspirations and which, i mean i think you know this is also going to p- pair in with our episode from a long oh, time yeah. ago about uh personal style and developing personal style oh yeah that's right yeah this i mean this seems like a topic that has probably been covered on like fucking like alpha m or whatever um, of course but i i don't know i have i have not watched that video i don't know if i'm just making something up to get mad at <laughs> in my head <laughs> okay <laughs> which is possible but i think uh we're, we probably have a better take than him <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I mean, yeah, definitely. Yeah, it's it's weird because you know, obviously, both of these things are very subjective. Mm-hmm. You know, like it's 
they always try and say like style is forever while fashion is fleeting. They always use that argument. Um, and then the flip side is when they take it to like the most extreme version, like the guy Tanner Guzzi will be like, there is no such thing as yeah, it's classic style because if you go uh, to like the ancient Greek times and you wear like an OCBD <laughs> and she knows you're going to look out of place. It's like, no shit, dude. You're going like a millennia ago, mm-hmm. you know, like, so I don't really subscribe to that, to that mentality. I don't like, you know, honing in on, on um, certain eras as like more classic or, or, you know, or as like the epitome of style. I know that this may have changed for me. I, I'm, I'm sure if you, you know, go to like one of our first episodes, you might hear us say something a little bit different. But the more and more we kind of move forward with our journeys, it's kind of like, I don't know. It feels weird to like in, in, in general to be like held down to something. Yeah. You know, and maybe it's because we're young. You know, a lot of guys in classic menswear who are held up to be like kind of like style icons, let's say like Ethan Newton or Mark Cho. They've been, you know, they're like 30, 30 years old. So they've been doing this for a while. They've had the opportunity to experiment and stuff. But yeah, I don't, it's such a weird, it's such a weird topic that, you know, we get asked a lot and comes up in discussions, especially on places that are not our friends. Like when we talk to people who are kind it's, of, not, it's not like the Zac Efron DJ movie because they are not our friends. <laughs> I remember how this is totally again, off topic, but I have a couple of friends who are like into like rave culture, yeah. you know, like the plur life. And they, they were like, this is the worst <laughs> movie. Cause like they got it so wrong. And I'm like, Whoa, I guess I, they are I'm not, not their friends. <laughs> Did, did anyone did anyone watch this? Oh, we, apparently they did. Yeah, I don't think so. I have not seen the movie. I don't know why I still remember that it exists. But <laughs> it just came. It just triggered in your mind. Yeah, it just came out um, of my brain. But Spencer, brain what, in your head, what do you think is like the difference between like style and and fashion? I don't know. I, I kind of want to like be a, like a like a cynical asshole. I don't know if that's a cynical. Jesus. Thing. <laughs> I just kind of. I'm just gonna be a dick real quick. I I just kind of want to say it's like I feel like what we define as style is just like, you know, like if you want to talk about, oh, you know, the difference between fashionable celebrities and stylish celebrities. I think what we call style are the ones that we still think look good, and that's about it. Like, that's like you know you you could talk about like Jimmy Stewart being like, oh, he had style. He wasn't just following fashion trends, but he was following fashion trends at the time yeah dude, and he dude, still I mean, just looked good yeah i mean you know again it's it's there is that that thing of like it's kind of hard to look bad in a well-fitting suit mm-hmm. regardless of era because like you know we look at you know every so often rowing blazers or uh, i can't think of another brand but like our friends yeah. in the industry will share pictures of like um Oh shit! What's his name? Like Richard Gere or like mm-hmm. Brad Pitt in like the eighties or nineties, wearing a suit. And even though the suit is dated, they still look fucking good. Yeah. They look really good wearing it, you know. And so it's really hard. You can't really say it's, you know, not following trends because everyone who we consider to be a style icon, whoever looks good, follows some form of fashion. Because it's like you Cary know, Grant. You I know, think considered to be one of the stylish men of all time. He dressed like very thirties. Like all his no, but suits, you, like you yeah, see, the bold, you also yeah. see like pictures of him as they as they go on. Like there's like a there's a picture of him in like the twenties wearing like a very twenties suit, and then mm-hmm. there's like a picture of him like golfing like the fifties, and his shoulders are so broad and so big. And you and know, then later in his life, he kind of got into like, like the Ivy stuff. Eye. Yeah, yeah, no, exactly. I mean, it's it's 
a lot of people, you know, they look at it through like rose-colored glasses and they think that like all these guys like dress the same forever, but they still got they're at the whim of their tailors and tailors then and now will give you advice based on like what's in or what like is the best cut, mm-hmm. you know. There's there's a good picture of Jimmy Stewart in like the late 40s where he's wearing like the bold like the most broad-shouldered thing with like a really bold tie. I'm pretty sure it's in my either my bold tie article or my spear point article cuz he's wearing both. Um but like yeah you have that then you see like a picture of him in like is it Mr. Chips goes to wash Mr. Smith goes to wash Mr. Smith like goes that? to Mr. <laughs> Chips <laughs> It's What's Mr. Mr. Smith. Chi- oh, I think there's a movie co- Oh I think there's a movie called Goodbye Mr. Chips uh, that uh, John Williams scored it's from like the 40s whatever Anyway um the but like you see like that uh, um a photo of him from that movie and he's wearing like a like a softer shoulder 30s suit you know it's not as crazy and yeah, it's it's definitely a product of fashion. Yep. It has to be. Uh, Goodbye, Mr. Chips you know, is a 1939 um, film directed by Sam Wood. Um, <laughs> okay. I don't know so, why I thought of that movie yeah. or why I know of it. So there you go. <laughs> yeah. Um, so w- w- was he in that movie? Uh, Mr. John Will, <laughs> Mr. John Williams. Not John. No. Williams. Let me read you. Let me read you the cast. It has a 7.9 yeah, rating on it. IMDb. Uh, it stars uh-huh. it's it stars it stars Robert Starles. Donut <laughs> it's uh, it's uh, Robert Donat Greer Garson mm-hmm. Terry Kilburn John Mills Paul Henry Judith First so I have seen you know a good amount of old movies and I have heard of almost none of these people <laughs> <laughs> so that's kind of cool <laughs> yeah um. But but yeah, so to go back to it, you know, all all those guys who were, you know, super stylish, they were definitely following following the trends of their time. Yep. Even mainly because there wasn't very many trends. You know, like there wasn't the idea of like wearing a t-shirt, you know, a graphic tee or something, you know. And you also hardly see these guys wearing jeans. Mm-hmm. Like you, you know, you just it's just a product of their time. But even then, you know, if you want like I've seen stuff or like permanent style or or just discussion pages on like style forum where sometimes people say that person doesn't have good style just because they're not inventing anything. It's not. It's not innovative. I know that that's mm. a little bit of like a uh, uh, a rare opinion to have. But if we apply that to like these guys back then, they didn't really do much in the terms of like they didn't push any boundaries. You know, in general, they're just wearing like nice suits. And again, like, like and you said shirt. earlier, a lot of them were. I think Cary Grant like was basically just dressed by his tailor. Like he, yeah, he didn't yeah. really have much say in what he wore necessarily, and I'm sure over time he developed a sense of like what looks good on him and stuff like that. But you know, most 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 Hollywood people are just dressed by designers. Yeah, I mean, I would argue like you know, like when Fred Astaire uses like a tie as a belt, that's, that's cool. Yeah, that's cool personal style. But like, you didn't see like him prefer any like. There wasn't really any other trademark to it. Everyone mm-hmm. wore collar bars. Everyone wore foolards. Everyone wore spear points. You know, there wasn't any like that pushing a boundary to make it personal. We just consider it stylish today because it goes against the grain of. I just burped. Nice. Uh, take a shot. <laughs> okay. Um, but uh, but yeah, you know, compared to like today when you have a, a plethora of different styles, you know, clearly it'll stand out among among you know, the modern 
streetwear among modern, the way modern people wear suits like you know like suit supply but back then it really wasn't anything yeah there, there was no there's no 1930s style form or like subreddits where you just mailed in pictures to each other <laughs> <laughs> that would have been great. Hey, dude, what do you think of this? <laughs> and then he, it's like a mass newsletter. I wonder if there was like an old MF. <laughs> the style newsletter. Yeah, I mean, what that's are you wearing today, thread? I mean, there was like apparel arts, right? Yeah. There was like those magazines like that were sent to like people in the industry or to like enthusiasts, whatever, that showed you like this is what like to fucking wear, mm-hmm. you know? Um, But yeah, I know. I'm just really tired of the whole like kind of old school dialogue with style and fashion because I personally... If I were to think about it, I think style is something that you that you just notice about a person. You know, it's like equal parts confidence and like how they wear things. And uniqueness. And yeah, how how you wear something. But then, you know, I mean not to be a dick, but like I I can think of some people who like look really good in like the menswear industry but don't really have style by my term. I don't know. It's yeah. I mean it's all subjective, right? Like it's like I like I tend to gravitate toward looking at people who are a little bit innovative like not to like the extreme I, you know i i admire streetwear and avant-garde stuff but i don't i wouldn't really wear it um but i would argue like they have more style than like a dude wearing like a blue suit and like a black grenadine exactly. tie or something yeah you know and i mean um, i think i think a lot of the like style versus fashion thing a, a lot of the people that have hard and fast rules about which are which are the same kind of people that share on Facebook pictures of like Cary Grant and it says like 1920 and then a picture of like a guy in a fursuit and it says 2020 and then it says men what (laughs) What happened happened? (laughs) what happened yeah my favorite thing about that image is like the picture of Cary Grant is never what year it was actually taken it always is like a hundred years before whenever it was posted (laughs) oh my god yeah yeah Uh, yeah. people regular people don't really know Mm -hmm. they're not really in the know there um but i always wonder i guess you know style is also something that you kind of like kind of just retain yeah you know and i guess that's why it comes with confidence maybe you could maybe Um, you could say that like if a person has style you could give them like 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 a, a closet full of clothes that they do not own and they would reasonably be able to put together a good outfit like That's they just, true. Have, hey, they just have instincts. They know what works yeah. well together. I think that that could be what it is. Like it's it's instinct, mm-hmm. and you know, again, confidence is a really is a really big thing within it because you know some people just don't give a fuck about what they're wearing. Like let's say like Ethan Newton, you know some some people on the street might be like, oh, I wouldn't wear a sawtooth with a fucking sport coat, and then Ethan would be like, well, I'm gonna I'm gonna do it, yeah. you know, and. But then what's the difference between, with, what about, like, fashion? Because I think, for me personally, if we were to write it down, I think fashion has a very design-centric focus. Mm-hmm. It's about, you know, it's it's inherently innovative, but it's for design's sake rather than personal confidence sake. Like, you know, let's say... Let's take, like, those Balenciaga shoes, right? Those, like, the triple... I don't even know if they're still in anymore, but yeah. people love them. Um, <laughs> people love them. You know, em. like, those are those are fashion because they're, like... They're they're just, like, they're crazy, right? They're done because they just want to be subversive and they're, and they're weird. And when you pick it because you want to just change it up, 
I feel like that's following fashion, but picking it because it adds into like, okay, I like chunky shoes and I, you know, like I have derbies, I wear Doc Martens. Mm. This adds into that. I feel like that's more style. But then it's, I, who am I to judge? Because I will never know if someone is picking it based on that or not. No I'm, one's going to know if they're just doing it, cause it for, it's, for fun it's, or it, because it's a natural instinct. It sounds kind of similar to how, you know, you talk about the difference between people who dress because they want to and people who dress, oh, yeah. you know, just because something is, is like, you know, like they want to look cool. Well, I mean, we dress right. to look cool. But, yeah. Um, <laughs> Let's not get it wrong. We, yeah. It's like we, well, we are it's at like the we whim beca- of the outside. It's, it's like the thing with like, it's like the Civil War. It was about states' rights. States' rights to what? You know, own slaves. We dress to look. <laughs> oh, it's like we dress because we want to dot, 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 look cool. <laughs> in parentheses and very small type yeah. you know and um, it's like i'm falling into the trap now of being like style is good and fashion is bad i'm doing everything that i said i would not do at the outset it's such an it's such an arbitrary like yeah thing. you know it's, it's, it's just, it goes back to like you just use it to make yourself sound better than other people mm-hmm. like you know you don't know what other people are wearing you don't know why they're doing it but hiding behind, oh, I'm stylish. They're just fashion. Yeah, is such a weird. It's so. It's such a like a dick move to me. Mm-hmm. You know, like again, we get along with people who have vastly different attire than we do. <laughs> you you know? it or, or even not, just we can hang out with people who don't wear the same clothes as us. <laughs> yeah. I mean, if, if, also if you look at like most of our, if you're friends with me on Facebook. Um, I mean, it's private. Don't add me, please. Um, but, <laughs> but like, we hang out with like people who don't give a shit about any like suits at all, or like mm-hmm. Western wear or workwear. They're just regular dudes, you know. But we don't, we don't care. And even like, let's take our friend Andrew, who's not necessarily into like into menswear. I'd argue he has personal style because oh, absolutely, he, yeah. he inherently loves wearing like denim shirts. He he definitely uh, has like a, yeah, he has a look. I think it's te- I think it's te- yeah I think it's like having a look having a, a uniform I guess if you want to call it that or or personal taste because like again like Spencer said if you give them like a whole store and they could pick something out of it that's personal style because they have intent behind that kind of mm-hmm. thing you know and I think that's that's super that's super important it's not just about wearing a tie because a tie that like a rep tie is gonna last forever it's about what ties make up your wardrobe yeah like you talk about timeless style and i think a truly stylish person will not care about that (laughs) they'll wear like they'll wear something i think yeah 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 timeless style is also yeah and and timeless style is also like they wear it forever because they like it Mm -hmm. you know and that's one thing too i guess you know um if you want to bring it back to like carrie grant or whatever um, they might not have hopped on like cause those guys survived like well into like the eighties at least seventies or eighties right, and even though you know they didn't get into like bell bottom stuff, bell bottom suits or safari jackets and stuff, they still wore what they were wearing, and it might be it might also just they're just used to it, but also like they made a conscious choice, and that mm-hmm. could be that could be why they have personal style. You know, it's a little bit different than someone who changes their outfits up so often and i'm totally hypocrite because if you look at me five years ago and look at me now like i share on face like on <laughs> facebook or instagram i definitely dress different um but that's because i'm young um but like you know it's it's different between that like upgrading your style and say oh one day you're into rick owens and then one day you're into fucking 
tailoring than you're into I can't even think of another weird designer. <laughs> I don't know. You're into Supreme, you know. Ben um, Silver. You know, <laughs> you know, the weird thing, though, is that guys like Jeremy Kirkland and Lawrence Schlossman of fucking Throwing Fits, or whatever, Grailed, the whatever. Yeah. Those, they're they're kind of like that. And it makes me always iffy to kind of... I don't think they listen to podcasts. No. But, you know, it's not, it's not a slight against them, but it's just... Because we live in the era now of everyone's has the freedom to try and, and do new things you mm-hmm. know my it's bigger than me especially because like you know we spent really like tailoring and all of a sudden now we're kind of getting to western where i'm wearing a fucking sawtooth shirt that i never thought i'd ever wear but there's a difference between that and like you you listen to like jeremy kirkland say he grew up with like super future you know fashion beans you know wearing you know wearing and flipping rick to like a guy who wears like orazio now at, at the armory and then now he's kind of just wearing like ivy separates from like sid mashburn or whatever mm-hmm. you know and it's it's it makes me backpedal on what i just said about how like oh and you know good style is always gonna be consistent when all these other guys today that are you know more influential than me and spencer have such a variety in their personal i mean it's style. like i haven't you know i haven't checked out jeremy kirkland's instagram in a while but i recall even when he dressed up there's see i don't i couldn't i couldn't tell you what it was but there always seemed to be like a through line in all his outfits like there was something kind of consistent about it like even if he was wearing vastly different pieces you could say okay this works this looks good next to this yeah and i mean like let's let, let's take our friend marco who is probably one of the most stylish mm-hmm. and fashionable people that i fucking know he you know he he grew up with mfa before i got there. i mean apparently he said that he read my blog i don't believe it because <laughs> i don't believe it must have been like a while <laughs> yeah it must have been a while ago but like he he says that he grew up you know with with mfa wearing clark's desert boots with like salvage denim and then you see him like now where he's like wearing like Bodie. he's wearing um okay it's 69 but i don't think that's the right name for it because he wears like a pin that has 69 on it that's like a logo of like a brand yeah. i don't think it's called that um but from afar, yeah, it's kind of weird. He's wearing, like, freaking crazy pants with, like, a crazy jacket. But then when I look at it, he's wearing a sports shirt with, like, straight-cut denim. Exactly, yeah. The denim might be, like, green with fucking, uh, like, skull and crossbones in yellow on it from, like, Capital or wherever it's from. But, like, it's just jeans done a different way. Mm-hmm. You know, it's still kind of Everything is just wearing... jeans. It's just everything is... Jim, all life is jeans. There you go. There's our uh, office plug for you there. Also, watch Blacklist. I'm watching it. I decided to go <laughs> forward with it because I couldn't wait to watch it with my friend, and now I am sucked in. Um, but yeah, like there's a lot of like analogies to like, or analogous like connotations to like regular menswear, and that's how it is with everything because most fashion today takes what came before and this kind of does a spin on it right? yeah because like, it's like you know there's not much you could do with pants <laughs> like they're it's like you could yeah make, they, they holes. gotta have holes for your legs yeah yeah or you're wearing a skirt and that's fine too exactly you know but Two everything kind of builds off on those on those things mm-hmm. and you know like like so like Spencer said like a lot of people yeah well he's right when you when i look at these people right. who i think have vastly different like stages of fashion or style there is a consistency because it's it's inherent. You know what looks good on you. You know what excites you. You know what'll push the boundaries without being too far out there. Like, like my whole casual Ethan article, it's so different than like what like an Ivy person or like a worker person would wear, ca- like uh, on their days off. 
but to me it makes sense right like i'm wearing wide-legged pants like without a cuff that are kind of like they kind of drape like culottes i don't know like capris whatever like they drape like that but in my head they're just like oxford bags like the wide leg 30 things i wore just worn without a suit you know there's always those kind of analogies to it and so i never to bring it back to the topic i don't really uh get scared of like fashion you know like because yeah some things might not work for us but there are always going to be some things like hey that makes sense to me and i'm Mm going to try it you know and that's why again the whole idea of fucking putting these two things against each other is is pretty hard because in reality you know we we like to think that the whole world is divided between like the guys who wear suits and the guys who wear like streetwear the preps and the goths yeah but there's a lot of overlap i mean i'm technically in that overlap because i like i can i dig goth style i like i like punk style and i'm also definitely a prep you know and you know the name the name it's, of the block street Ex- expresso street expresso yeah it was a little a literal <laughs> partnership between yeah. streetwear and and uh i guess um that you know we're not gonna get into that again <laughs> um <laughs> but you know it's it's just it's a, such a weird arbitrary thing um i'm i'm scrolling through our, our comments because we are live right now and no one's really said much about it um but you know I, i'm pretty sure most people kind of kind of agree uh, i'm assuming from like you know, if you follow me because i there are a couple times like on reddit where people are like oh yeah that ethan guy i could never wear what he wears like out and i'm like that's crazy because i don't even think i'm that weird yeah <laughs> you know no, it's you know, like it's, it's like, like my favorite story from when I was at Men's Warehouse. When I was a guy came in, I'm looking for a couple ties for work, and I showed him a couple, and I pulled out like a red um, and gold striped tie, and he said, "Oh, I yeah. could never wear something so bold." I'm like, w- <laughs> <laughs> "What?" <laughs> like it was just like it was just like a rep stripe. It wasn't anything crazy. It was just. A red with thin gold stripes on it and he was like that's so bold i can never wear that yeah and i think i've all seen sometimes where i'm like i give someone like a stripe and you're like oh that's too much fashion for me and i'm like hold on what <laughs> what, what about this like stripe tie or like a like a dotted tie yeah. is so is so like fashion to you mm-hmm. you know it's just i i honestly think that people hide behind these arbitrary words like style versus fashion because they don't want to sound they they want to come off that they're too closed to expanding their style yeah. and they also don't want to admit that maybe they just you know there's nothing wrong with having a defined style mm-hmm. you know like i don't care how many people are triggered i hate i hate barracuda g9 jackets i will never wear one i Damn. i say that now i you know you can quote me on this you know <laughs> i'm i'm not trying to say like oh you know it's so it's fat you know no i'm just gonna say i don't like it and there's nothing wrong with like just admitting you don't like something Mm -hmm. you know um but it's it's just it's so interesting to see like this this uh argument kind of come up every every once in a while and i i also think that it could just be invented by the fashion industry uh to like (laughs) force you to go into the like niche things right like like you know it's like when J. Crew first started, right? Like they were like, oh, like they they went the fashionable route, right? Like they're they're not like your dad's shirts, they're not like those old things, you know? They're trying to be new, and so you go into the fashion part, and then when you go to like the armor, like oh, we're not we're not GQ, we're gonna be old school, we're gonna go into like the style part. It's a way of like 
kind of creating this like false dichotomy, you know? It was invented by Hallmark to sell cards. <laughs> yeah, Don Draper was like, you know what? Yeah, <laughs> I'm gonna pi- I'm, I'm gonna pitch you guys something real quick. This is I'm this is the it. episode where he got drunk at the awards show and <laughs> yeah. then immediately started doing rapid fire pitches. <laughs> yeah. But I mean, even then, you know, when you when you think about it, even like all these like style, like 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 Drake's with the Armory, they have to be a part of fashion. Yeah, we have we've to talked about this. They follow trends. Yeah, yeah. Or or they, they you know, not even just trends. They, they try and invent new ways to wear things. Yep. You know, they try and bring stuff back. Like you know, the Armory. If you look at it right now, they're wearing like Gillette's or or puffer down vests. Look at the Rocky Mountain feather bed, whatever ones. Like mm-hmm. they're bringing that back. You know, like that's certainly like a fashion kind of thing even though it's a classic piece it's not really rooted in like you don't you don't see like Cary Grant again or like whatever wearing a a down vest but the choice of doing it is is fashion yeah do you think it's always gonna be a little bit of both did Drake it was Drake's responsible for the resurgence of the rugby shirt I don't remember when that started did I think because it's like yeah now they're selling like you know they've, they've been selling rugby shirts at J Crew and like urban and shit like that I don't know. See, maybe just because I'm so far removed from it, you know, like I, I, I would, I wonder if like Urban Outfitters people like go to pity. I mean, they must, right? Yeah, like, maybe. Men's, like they have to, right? But it's kind of like, you know, seeing what trends really do define what you find out there. And it also affects your perception of what's classic or not, you know, like I would say like, like, you know, yeah. Rugby shirts definitely like made a comeback when Drake's introduced them, maybe like three or four years ago ish. Maybe that might be yeah. too might be too long. Uh, maybe it's like th- maybe it's like four to five seasons ago. Mm-hmm. But um, but yeah, you know, like they, they did that. You know, the Rolling Blazers came out around the same time, and that was like one of their their initial um, stuff. Offerings, and then yeah. and then uh, J Crew d- started doing them. Uh, McGill came about, but like you know. In the grand scheme of things, it's just heritage pieces. Exactly. But, you know, the way of bringing them back was fashion, mm-hmm. you know? And I mean, like, you, could, you could look at pictures of, like, Pity from 10 years ago. And maybe the, 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 the peacocks walking around Pity is not indicative of... Like the actual... Of, like, classic menswear. But if you look at pictures yeah. of Pity from, like, 2010... Like, it is, like, you know, so much different than things now. I feel like, you know... It, it's still a lot of the same pieces, like three roll two sport coats or whatever, soft yeah. shoulders, but they're wearing them in like much different ways than you would than you would wear them now. Yeah, no, see that exactly. I mean, they're we're also just looking at it from menswear, which is very small. Yeah, <laughs> classic menswear. You know, it's it's so small, so it's 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 kind of easy to like determine like trends because I mean. Before, for a while, there was a lot more two and three button suits, but then now, like almost everything's three button now. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, I'm I certainly there, there's a good article that we we can link in the show notes about that that um, Simon Crompton wrote about how like there are like micro trends within men's where like like the width of lapels has certainly gotten oh, yeah. bigger over the years, like more so than like say like compared to, like um, ring jacket to J Crew, but more so like just you know fact like half an inch bigger like normal, you know. Mm-hmm. So, uh, um, yeah, like like Kai just said right now, er, lots of stuff about style is based upon fashion, you know, and it takes the right person to kind of make it, to anchor it in, right? Like, I guess that's why there are influencers or style icons, but 
you know, like let's 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 take the the sawtooth shirt as an example here. Like people have been wearing it a long time. When I'm writing my article about it, I I'm pretty sure I've seen people an inspiration. My first inspiration from like 2014 yeah. or whatever, people wearing it. But it took like Ethan Newton wearing it to be like, okay, this is cool. Yeah, this is cool. You know, and me following that is fashion. Um, for my followers or and, or my and my small circle of friends who don't normally wear it, but then when you look in like the bigger picture, it's just like we're bringing back this thing from like seventy years ago. And even even Ethan Newton said like, I want to make the denim shirt that I had like tried to collect, and then mm-hmm. never found. And I'm just gonna reproduce it. Yeah. You know? How do we? I think our next project our next project should be like figuring out how we join this like like menswear council of nicaea and we get to decide which items are clo- clothing are stylish <laughs> which ones are canon <laughs> which ones are canonical and which ones become like uh, like the the apocrypha <laughs> yeah exactly <laughs> i mean you know well we like to be the independent people here but I, I really do wonder if we're just getting our information from like the menswear illuminati or something <laughs> yes, we you are. know michael hill and and, and mark cho and we are definitely not part of it <laughs> yeah definitely not definitely not um but yeah you know it's it's so it's so much easier to you know again to define fashion as like streetwear and stuff but i don't know that's just like an us versus them mentality and you guys should know based on this podcast we don't really like that too much at all you know mm-hmm. we don't really i certainly don't think i'm more stylish than anyone on high snobiety or whatever i think they're cooler than me <laughs> so <laughs> you know and it's like it, it's it's weird that fashion has a very derogatory term it's like anything that's like too different is called fashion but i mean it should be it should be embraced otherwise we would never have gotten anywhere we are you know like i mean we're not we're not all still wearing spear point collars because someone thought it would be fashionable to wear a point collar Mm -hmm. you know or a spread collar and maybe some people will hear that and be like see this is why fashion is bad (laughs) yeah but you know again like we go back to the whole dress down world thing the more choices you have the the better it is for personal style exactly i mean yeah i mean yeah sure it it might not be us versus them but you do get to separate the wheat from the chaff a little bit you know yeah because i mean kind of see as as we said before before like you know before the internet i mean you know maybe i'm ignorant because i've never really lived life without the internet but before the internet what a a zoomer yeah what a zuma um Want to zoom his revenge? I'm a zoomer, baby. <laughs> That's Joker, baby, but zoomer. But so, so I mean, I've never, I've never been dab. Like, I've, I've never tried to, you know. By the time like we had the internet, I was like, I don't know. We probably had the internet when I was born. But anyway, I've never been stylish without the internet. Um, yeah, yeah. I, there, I, if I didn't has, know what people were wearing, there like. has never been this number of like micro communities in fashion at any point in history as far as i can tell like the it's like you know the 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 number of different like styles that you can dress in is mind-boggling and yeah and that's a good thing yeah exactly and before it was all pretty it was all pretty kind of standardized there was kind of more of a monoculture than there is now and like we said like like we said before you know yeah, everyone might have worn suits, but I swear to God, there was like some factory worker guy who was like, "Fuck wearing suits! I hate this." You know, mm-hmm. like I don't, I want to wear jeans every day, yeah. but they can't. You know, and and now you you can you have the choice to do to do both. You know, and you 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 have like this. You 
I think people have like a deep-seated idea again of like what what think what they think looks good on them, and without the idea of fashion pushing that, you would never know. Mm-hmm. You know, and again, yeah, fashion does have a design-centric, you know, component to it. You know, sometimes what, crazy pants, high-waist pants, you know, those are fashion choices compared to the norm, but they inform what your personal style is. They 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 show you what you like and what you don't like, and. I hate being a monolith. I hate, you know, wearing the same thing every day. I don't think I've ever really outfit repeated too much. You know, wow. if I did, it was kind of like small variations. Like, oh, instead of wearing loafers with this, I'll wear white sneakers. Or I'll wear, you know, stay press instead of like World War II chinos. It's very small. But I like the idea of customizing and doing something different each time. You know? Sometimes if I'm like going out and I'm hanging out with one person and I'm wearing an outfit and then I'm like, damn, this is good. I will wear it next time I'm hanging out with a group of many people so as many people can see it as possible. <laughs> this this goes back, yeah. So <laughs> on, on a date I had, I wore, with jeans, I wore uh, my green westerner with a, with my miniature tigers uh, t-shirt. It's like yellow, so yellow on green, really cool. And I'm like, damn, this is good. I only saw this girl the whole day. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, I'm going to wear it uh, to karaoke where there's a bunch more people. Exactly. And then I and I was like, hey, what do I change here? So I, I wore it with stay press and sneakers instead of like loafers and jeans to give it like a different edge. And I'm like, fuck yeah, dude, this is great, <laughs> you know? And and like something I wouldn't have thought of that if I didn't see like I think Mad Woodruff did like a thing where he wore like a bright yellow shirt with like a, a bright yellow t shirt with like a button up shirt, but then I'm picking green instead of whatever color he was wearing or whatever. Um, and I mean, I don't know what you, what you call that fashion or style. Um, it's a fashion choice that goes along with my personal style, I guess, you know, cause I would argue now that Spencer and I have like a very derogatory term toward like style because style is so boring yeah, <laughs> or I mean, it comes I, across I just, as boring. I just don't like being pretentious about clothes and it's like, you know, I have a, po- I have a podcast where I talk about clothes, but yeah. I try not to be. I, I try not to think about it too much because I'm like it's just close <laughs> it's yeah fine. I think yeah I think uh, Han, uh, Alex Fetkovich has something in his uh, podcast where he goes like he's like I'm, I'm understanding more and more now that clothes are made for you mm-hmm. and I'm like I mean yeah dude they are <laughs> um, but you know it, it, it takes a little bit of, of expanding your boundaries to like to get that into that mindset you know yeah. and it is what I've noticed is that a lot of guys who have the whole style versus fashion dichotomy are guys who are pretty early on in their menswear journey. Mm-hmm. You know, they're the kind of guys who wear suits all the time. Um, I think our friend Austin Robertson, who uh, we, we did a podcast episode with him about uh, YouTube influencers a, a while back. I think at that time he was like, oh, I'm never going to wear jeans ever. And then I think recently, because, you know, we're friends, I see I saw him, he bought a pair of jeans, you know, and he said, I think he mentioned in the comment that he only did it because he finally found a pair of high-waisted jeans. Mm. And, yeah, I mean, that's that's good because you're trying to, you know, you're trying to compromise between things in your head. Like, a lot of people think jeans are, like, low-waisted, and especially if you shop at J. Crew or H&M and that's where you think all your jeans are. Of course you're going to think about that. But... You know, when you're able to break through that and kind of expand it, it doesn't really matter. You know, wearing jeans doesn't mean you're going to be like you're some fashion guy who's that hates suits, you know. And just because you wear suits doesn't mean you're a guy who hates anything that's not a, that's not tailored to your body. Mm. So it's it's 
it's just a weird dichotomy to have, you know, if that's, if that could be the theme of the episode, it's just, it's, it's an unproductive argument and thing to determine, like, you know, what's, what's fashionable, what's stylish, because you're always going to experience it in the moment, too, and you're not going to have, like, the foresight to kind of, like, look back and be like, oh, well, that was actually, like, a, like a, like a, what do you call it, like, a a long-living choice that I made, you know, like, I thought that wearing loafers were fashion- and I'm like, I'm never going to wear loafers. And then all of a sudden, I fucking wear loafers all the time. So our advice to you for this episode is unlisten to it. Because it's a pointless just, it's a pointless argument. <laughs> if you didn't like us talking about this for yeah. like 40 minutes. <laughs> go, into the, well, I mean, go into the eternal sunshine of the spotless mind machine. And have this episode wiped from your memory. <laughs> And then when you come across, you're like, wait, did I listen to that? Keep listening to it. Keep reviewing it. And then <laughs> get, your, you know, get yourself stuck in a roofy hole. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, Gregory says style. The, 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 the economy is an industry standard. I love doing research and making a twist. I remember doing a fashion project and looking at outfits and magazines and going on a journey to thrift the fit. I mean, that's also one thing, too, about I mean, this goes back to why we buy things. Um, but like. <clears throat> A lot of fashion, I guess, today is like oversized fit, which mm. is great because I like oversized things because it fits in with my regular aesthetic. But a lot of things with fashion, you can approximate it by buying vintage. Exactly. And know? as we said before, we steal everything. Not clothes, yeah. but outfit ideas. Yeah. Yeah. We're not. I, I again, like I always say, like I look at like the people who like follow me or that I follow um, and they always say like, oh, man, like. I th- let's take like our friend John Robertson, um, John Robinson, uh, who is a prolific um, guy in our Facebook group, and he'll wear like a fucking hoodie with like a like a sport coat, mm-hmm. and I'm like, dude, you're fucking killing it! Like I could never, like I, I I didn't even think about doing that until I saw it on him, you know? And it's, yeah. it's funny to see like you know these people who look up to me, and I'm like, I'm just like I'm like archiving all your outfits in my head, and I'm just <laughs> gonna do like my own versions of it, you know? Um, but yeah, anyway, like I said, erase it from your mind. Style versus fashion. It's not productive. <laughs> have, a, have a good dose of both because I do both. Yep. You know, I, I do get comments every once in a while like, why are you doing why, What's happening? Oh, yeah, there was one guy. I don't know if you listen to the podcast, but he always messages me like, I think I wore like a jumpsuit. And he's all like, what are you doing, Ethan? This is not <laughs> you. And I'm like, yes, it, like it kind of is. Yeah, like, it's I'm, like I'm wearing I it, wear, so like, it is me. <laughs> Yeah, literally, it's coming from the word of God. Yeah. Although I will say that I don't consider Rogue One to be very good, but it literally is Star Wars because it came from Star Wars. Uh-huh. But whatever. Um, but you know, it's like when you when you do it, it, it inherently is you. And tying it down to like, oh, I'm just following a trend. I don't know. It just it just seems so negative. Even though this this episode is shitting on people who have that yeah. mentality. Um, but like, um, oh shit, I had I had a point to say. Um, oh, I was gonna say, um, people who are experimenting should not be shamed for experimenting or following a trend, you know? No, exactly. It, it, the, the issue can be a little bit more of like using fast fashion and then discarding it. Like that's a bad mentality to have. But if you're confident in what you're doing and you want to try something out, you should, you should do it. You know, like, like Spencer, I think a lot of his old shirts were like J crew, uh, that how, you know they don't have like the best collar but he did it because like you know he didn't have a shirt like that before mm-hmm. and then he starts wearing it and he's like cool it's like a gateway thing it's a gateway you know? drug it's a gateway drug short uh, yeah his like madras shirts that were like a gateway to like finding a real madras shirt yeah. you know and if someone is going to result in doing 
you know, in finding their personal style, then it should not be shunned. Yeah, and even and if you if you make an if you do an experiment and it and it's like it's like uh, the Muppets scientists Beaker and who's the other guy? Doctor Honeydew. Yes, if it's if it blows yep. up in your face like those two. <laughs> um, That's fine. Fashion wise, yeah, don't. It's you know you're trying some. It's okay. Yeah, exactly. You from your exactly. Yeah, Fa- I think. I mean, you know, a lot of people again like to hide behind fa- like fashion is like killing the environment, which is true. You know. <laughs> yeah. But having an intentional mind behind it, you know, being confident in your choices, um, should be celebrated. And it's not, you know, don't. That's the real thing. That's the real argument to have. To have, you know, don't just say, "Oh, fashion is bad because it kills the environment." This is like, you know, maybe don't think of it as like fashion think of it as expanding your personal style mm-hmm. there we go that's a good sign off yep anyway thank you for listening we're gonna go to a quick not a quick this is one episode one episode <laughs> one question we have from nanad i'm pretty sure we have we have had a question from him before repeat customer uh, so he goes sorry spencer he says hello ethan oh no no other name <laughs> i am a devoted reader of your style journey and find it very interesting and educating I started the style journey myself four years ago and found great pleasure in the pursuit of style, which as most of, as most people, I'm assuming have ups and downs, which is funny from this perspective. I started my journey in a small provincial town in Southeast Europe and continued in London. And I have been observing the state of menswear through bloggers, photographer, photographers, lookbooks, and nonetheless watching people on, you know, around. This is what I found. True classic menswear is disappearing and it has become mostly business wear for addressing Oh, mo- has become mostly business for addressing wealthy gentlemen um, to whom it is focused. The more and more I le- observe, the more lonely I become and also developed in some kind of personal style and not giving an F. Oh, not giving an F what anyone else will think and, and if it feels good. People like you and your friends keep it real and fun, but the truth is classical men's style is left on individuals and most of its protagonists are pr- are selling it by pretending to be saving it. Oh, these are Damn. my sincere thoughts and would love to hear what you think of it. Nanah. Huh. That's a very interesting thing because I was, I, I think about this a little bit frequently because I was working out with MJ and um, there's some personal stuff that we'll get to in a future episode if it gets down to it. But I was thinking about how the menswear industry tends to kind of be very closed. Not that it's like, you know, you literally have to be rich to be a part of it, but also that, you it's kind of like you're just moving from place to place like i think one of the criticisms from like stofa or um or anglo italian was that the customers were like old armory customers or old tailing customers who just find like the next thing you know it's it is kind of just a circular loop of people just selling to each other selling to each other kind of like how when you go to a vintage uh it's very similar when we go to a vintage um uh, what do you call it? Like a get together, like a meetup, yeah. an expo, whatever. Yeah, you might see some regular people, but in reality, it's like Benny finding something cool it's, and giving it to Damien. It's Damien going finding to a, a yeah, tie, a trade show. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's, yeah, exactly. It's going to a trade show rather than you know expanding the thing. So I I do agree that classic men's work <clears throat> is disappearing from like the regular. Yeah, because it's like you know, it's not it's not something I think about. But yeah, all the like classic menswear guys that I can think of that I follow on Instagram for the most part, their job is selling classic menswear. So, right. Yeah. But then you think, I mean, it's just it could just be what happens when you sell something that isn't like a commodity, right? 
you're you're selling something that people have to identify with like as a way of life and it's easy to do that when someone already agrees with that way of life or has an interest in it you know like yeah you might think grailed is cool but in reality it's a bunch of sneakerheads selling other stuff to each other too mm-hmm. right it's it's the same it's the same thing you go to like a beauty convention you're not really getting regular people kind of into it you're getting well actually that might be a little bit different but you know within most fashion circles especially if it's more niche you're definitely going to have that feeling. It definitely is. It's closed off, and it seems like it it, bec- it belongs to a select few. And which I mean, it's it also like kind of does. I think this is this is a problem for a lot of our, a lot of our you know listeners or readers or whatever, and even us to extent who yeah. don't live in New York City, or London, where everything is kind of centered, like you know Tokyo, whatever. But right. it's yeah, it's it's a very like kind of geographically locked off thing too. Yeah, I mean there's there's a big uh, thing I can link in the show notes of uh, in Reddit. Oh, technically, it's a put this on post where uh, Derek guy separated the U.S. into two different areas. One was places where you have no closet space but you can wear whatever the fuck you want and places where you have a lot of closet space but you can't wear anything because people will judge you yep and the whole comment thing in the on reddit when it was posted there was like people kind of arguing about like how i could never wear what what people wear here um because you know they don't live in like a quote like a liberal west coast elite area where people don't or they're more secularized there's more acceptance you know of other styles of dress so it is geographical. It you know you know you're not gonna get a guy wearing fucking fox air double breasted suits in Texas, you know where you could just wear a t-shirt and you'll be fine. Mm-hmm. Um, but I mean that's why I've you know I've I've written my blog. I've I've um, I share pictures not just of me but of Spencer of MJ because my goal is to not really create a brand that I sell. It's more like a, it, it's me selling the idea that you can wear classic menswear, even if you're a regular person, you know, I, I like being a part, like away from the action because it's like, I enjoy wearing this. I don't necessarily have to work. I don't have to be, I don't have, I have no desire to be a designer, but I think other people should be like, yeah, you like this. You should wear it too. You know? And I think when we, if we have more of this conversation more of this mindset, you won't see the loss of classic menswear. Um, and hopefully it'll be less about the wealthy businessman because I feel like the wealthy businessman is a little bit of personal style there, but it's also like, I want to wear the best of the best, which yeah. is, which comes from being a wealthy guy, right? You, you don't want to eat McDonald's anymore because you've tasted like a steak made just for you. Why would you eat McDonald's? Right. And that's, and then you that's can taste cool a too. suit made just for you. <laughs> yeah. But you know, that's, that's totally valid. Cause a lot of guys like, you know, I think Alex has said that Ethan Newton has said that Mark Cho has said something like that. But that's great for the menswear industry. That's great for if you're rich. But something that Spencer and I have always thought about is like we're kind of we're not in that world. No. We're, if you have if you haven't gotten any of that from this episode, we are definitely not in that world. And so our goal is always like, yeah, you should you should like try it out, you know. And um, it's cool that you've uh, that you've observed this because I I think about it too, mm-hmm. you know. Um, and that's why like I invite my friends to come with us to like the Rose Bowl because like. I can tell that some people that are that we're friends with the people that we know are like, oh, I want to dress like you, but I don't know how. And it's not I, – I don't like it when you ask for advice. I like it when you want to just hang out and you kind of get off – get off on it. <laughs> but you, you, get, you get something, something out of it, you know. Yeah. Like we took my friend – I took my friend Adam, a new friend of mine. He, you know, he wears like kind of the same T-shirt. I mean, he has a cool like 
regular personal style but we took him to the rose bowl and he's like hey where are those like blue jackets you guys always wear? i'm like oh it's short he's like yeah i kind of want to get one and he tried on a bunch and it it looks cool like he wears it now instead mm-hmm. of like his h&m denim jacket and it, it works and it kind of fits in with this whole he's he's very much of a hipster he loves film he loves indie films indie music but it fits in with him and like that's an aspect of classic menswear that is like penetrating to like this regular world of his that makes sense yeah you know and I'm not, you know, I'm not selling it to him because, oh, you have to get the Drake's one because it's made the best or, or get one that's bespoke. No, it's just... Just get one that looks it cool. Has a, just get one that looks that looks really cool. And so, yeah, it's... I don't think it'll ever go back to, like, the way it was. I don't think that, you know, we can change how a lot of people view menswear. Um, but what you can affect is how people get into it, which is why I continue doing what I'm doing. And... And being able to explain it to like, because you know, a lot of people will ask, "Well, why do you do that?" Well, I'm like, "Well, just read this fucking eight thousand word article <laughs> about why yeah. I wear a fucking beret," you know. But people respond to that, you know, or or to just regular conversation. And uh, yeah, I guess that comes back to why, yeah, why you said that people like us and you know me, Spencer and I, and our friends keep it real. Um, and again, like with the whole dichotomy thing, I think it's kind of. You know, it's not really productive to think about, like, the death of menswear. You know, I think if we keep focusing on that, it's just kind of sad. <laughs> or it doesn't really get you anywhere. Um, but, yeah, just focus on, like, sharing sharing what you like. Yeah. You know, <clears throat> telling your friend, telling... Was that your light dog me? Yeah. Yeah. No, I mean, as <sighs> yeah, as we've as we often said, just wear, wear what you want. <laughs> like, all the time. Yeah. But but I, I say, I know, I want to add, like, share it. You know? share what you're passionate about you know wear it when you're hanging out with your friends to an extent you know you don't want to look like the dick with a suit while your friends are wearing t-shirts but you know find a way to do that and that's how you keep interest alive you know Mm. like if i didn't talk about how much film scores meant to me i think my friends wouldn't care about fucking light motifs and development but now whenever we watch a movie they're like yeah i didn't think there was a main theme of this movie and i'm like yeah exactly and that's (laughs) how you get the conversation going because we're all still consumers at the end of the day too we still have a lot of power in what in what we do uh, we all have a voice. Might not be big, but you know, having an opinion is an opinion. I don't know what I was trying to say there. Having but like, an opinion is an opinion. <laughs> <laughs> oh, you know, it's just kind of like you know when you wear what you when you like to wear, like our friend Aunt and um, Adam or Andrew. You know, those are still choices that show that they're just not they're not going to bow to just wear whatever's fashionable. They're going to wear what they're into. What, yeah. what what personally speaks out to them. And that's, yeah, it's it's cool to see regular people do it, you know, within varying degrees, whether it's a suit, whether it's wearing a denim shirt because you fucking love denim shirts or wearing band tees because that's your thing. You know, we have plenty of friends with different style who we've introduced this concept of, like, I guess, caring about what you wear, but applying it to their own context. Like our friend Mac, right? Like, I don't know what he was like when, when Spencer met him, but like now, like, you know, he likes wearing vintage stuff. He wore like, he, he bought a jumpsuit one time I saw him, you know? Yeah. I mean, it's, he he's, wore, he's had a know. very consistent kind of like skater thing going on like it's like when the like one of the first times we hung out we went to a vintage store in london and he got like like a 1940s tan work shirt um what, totally what fit purchase. in with uh, everything else he has he's always liked uh yeah old um uh fred perry stuff you know yep yeah 
I'm See, getting a lot of notifications now that we're no longer going live. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, uh, not because we canceled, because we just ran out of time. We ran out of time. Um, but yeah, I mean, that, that's just kind of the way to do it. And again, Nanad, thank you for your submission. If you guys ever have a question or a story that you want to share or even episode ideas, feel free to go in our show notes, find that Google form, and submit it to us. You can put your name or yeah. no name. Make it funny. You know, leave us a funny message. Um, you could but, do like yeah. a like a uh, like one of those things that they have the the advice columns. They always have like fun names like Naughty in New York. You could do one of those. Yeah, that's funny. <laughs> yep. Don't make it Naughty in New York unless your question <laughs> is about being Naughty in New York. In which case, that's for Sound Direction After Dark. Yep. Yeah. The Patreon um, exclusive. The Patreon exclusive. There we go. Um, you know, yeah. Uh, so, anyways, thanks for listening. Um, please give us a review. We should really put that at the beginning, but you know, it doesn't really matter. We don't make money off of this. Um, but, but if you li- sure would like to, if you, if you want <laughs> us to, I mean, you know, let, let us know if you guys really want this to be like a Patreon type of thing, or you guys want to find a way to support. And give us a suggestion. Uh, what would you like to see on Patreon? Because we don't know. <laughs> we yeah. <laughs> like, like, you know, we would love to do these things that, that people want us to do, but we just want to get there. Cause I mean, it, right now it's easy for us to kind of just talk about whatever we want and have a, a a non-consistent schedule yeah um but you know we we, we like doing this and uh, you know every time i get a message i don't know if spencer gets them um but i get people who say they love listening to the podcast it makes me really happy and i really want to continue doing the, that the, for them. the few times i've been recognized it like in public it's because of the podcast which is weird that's <laughs> not hey it's spencer not from ethan's friend from street expressa it's it's spencer from style direction yeah exactly <laughs> yeah um, but yeah, please, you know, get, uh, send us a message. You can find uh, the podcast on Instagram at style and direction, all spelled out. My Instagram is at Ethan M. Wong. I'm at Spencer DSO. And we'll be looking forward to you guys sending us ideas. You know, we're going to have uh, more episodes coming out soon. I think we got, you know, we got some ideas for some stuff. I'm taking a break from writing a blog post every week, actually. I kind of finally got burnt out from writing 8,000 words Damn. every week. Um, but that just means I get to focus more on the podcast and do some other stuff as well. And uh, yeah. Yeah, we'll see you. Oh, and also a quick shout out to MJ for being the producer of the podcast. Thank you to uh, well, also don't get on mic. Um, but thank you to Matthew for uh, helping us write out and k- give us timestamps for everything and writing up the quotes. Uh, we will see you guys in the next one. Uh, bye-bye. bye-bye.